Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody. Your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Wondering if I had made slight changes to things in my past, how I'd be different today. Butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. And listen, I know for people that's that's always a big thing. What if I'd what if I'd kissed that person who I wanted to kiss? What if I had uh, quit that job that was making me miserable? What if I hadn't had one more cigarette? But that's not what I'm, I'm saying today. What if I'd taken the time to learn to beat Intelligent Cube on the PlayStation? Oh. What if I'd put in those hours, guys? I don't know. I'd be a better man today. Never heard of this game. What? You heard of this game, Joey? I've, I've never heard of that. You've never yes. heard of Intelligent Cube for the PlayStation? Intelli- intelligent Cube? Sounds intelligent right. Cube. Oh, no. Cube, okay. Cube. I, I was like, is this where QAnon came from? Intelligent Q. It, it's the one guy on QAnon who knows what he's talking about. Originally, it was Cubanon, and then it kind of... It, it was Cubanon, and then it got telephoned into QAnon. Well, someone told Trump wrong, and he was like, Cubanon, QAnon, who knows? That was it. That was it. <laughs> They're the best people. And it, people. Was, it was about how a... Um, um, uh, a sentient sphere is actually running the government. Oh, that's what Cubanon is. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's about it's about sentient shapes that are secretly the deep state. Sure, sure, sure. That's don't be square. That's where it comes that from. Is, Secret symbolic. That is exactly where it comes from. A lot of people, uh, you know, it's nice to finally share the mic with people that understand the what cube does, of non philosophy. What does a shape, a sentient shape, what is it aware of and not aware of as far as existence? Well, a lot because they're always, if, you know, in the circles case, they're they've always been true, around. That's true. Yeah, you know, that's true. Always been around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the my arms are killing me. I flew in here. (laughs) I feel like you're mocking the sentient cube. No, 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 no. I was, I I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, so it probably (laughs) knows, like, it probably knows it's a cube, right? Of course. And it and like, and basic math. Yeah, but like, does it know what like a big Montana is? Well, yeah. (laughs) Yes, sentient shapes love fast food. Okay, cool. I don't even know what a big Montana is. Oh, shit, that was Arby's, right? Oh, that was an Arby's, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an Arby's sandwich. Core memory unlocked. (laughs) I'm like, now I can remember the the commercials. So they don't have the big Montana anymore? No, big Montana does not exist. It was essentially, and I'm sure I'll be corrected if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, it was just a regular-ass roast beef sandwich with extra fucking roast beef. I think it, yeah, it had like a sauce, maybe. Probably that they got to bring back the big Montana. We'll, we'll start a Twitter campaign. That's 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 what I need in this life is more roast beef. I eat at Arby's more than I should because there's one right by my house. Because no one should ever eat at Arby's. But I get I get like the wraps usually, fine. I, or or like something from the market fresh menu. I feel like it's healthier. So you know, you guys know Schrodinger's cat, right? Mm. The cat's in the box. He might be alive. He might be dead. While the box is closed, we don't know. Fast food is Schrodinger's cat. It is all terrible and amazing at the exact same time. Well, yeah, because you've had it one time, and it, just like we were talking about with drinking, you had that one experience, and you go, "Oh, but that was so that good. was good." That English mu- that, that English muffin was so was, good. The mm. cheese and the you know, sausage. You're like, we're like, ah, I could really go for a half pound of roast beef right <laughs> yeah. now. Yes, is that I, how much is on there? I do. Is yeah, there, is there I've a, gotten the triple. The the big Montana, roast beef yeah, and the, cheddar. The big Montana has a had had. Pardon me, a half pound of. Of thinly sliced roast beef on a giant sesame seed bun, as per something from October twenty seventh, two thousand five. What do you? How do you? 
That's a lot of beef. Does it's what's for dinner though, Michael? It's true. How much of what you eat becomes what you poop? I mean, I feel like all a, of it. hundred percent. That's how. But what about the, some works. of those? Some Look of those that. nutrients go Look into your bad boy. Some of those nutrients go into your body that and is make a, you go. That is a oh, lot that's of. True. That's a lot of beef. So, like, do you take a half pound crap if you eat a half pound roast beef sandwich? No, it's probably like a 70-30 ratio. 70, 30, like, 30%. Yeah, you're probably losing 30% staying in to uh, become uh, fat. Absorb nutrients, fat. Mm, nutrients is a debatable you term. Can tell we, are, we are learned men of science. That's right. <laughs> we are scientists, as it were. <laughs> we we are we do have a degrees in Scientology, Hilton and I. We do. I have paid for a degree in Scientology. So, so it's all it's, it's about it's, the same thing. It's, okay. It's yeah. kinda it's why I like same but different. Yeah, that explains it. <laughs> How are Shelly? How are your thetans? Yeah. Uh, uh, they are they're good. What, they're, uh, they're what OT level are you? <laughs> uh, a, a thousand. Um, if yeah, holy shit, that means that's you're the you, yeah you I, lead. You, I'm the chosen one. You're the true. science Damn. leaderology. I was gonna say because Miss Cabbage is at like nine, which he made up. I love because OT eight uh, is where L. Ron Hubbard ended it, and then Miss Cabbage was like, oh, but guess what? I'm OT9, bitches. Dude, uh, have you seen the show Under the Banner of Heaven about the fundamentalist uh, LDS? In, no, but I'm gonna. With Andrew Garfield, it's about these murders. In, uh, Ooh, no, that just came out, so right? Oh, yeah, yeah. good. Okay, but cool. it's like all this crazy cult stuff. Now, is that a true story or is this fictionalized? It is. It's okay, a fictionalized okay. version of, of, a true these, story. Got of it. this true story. Heard. Like Garfield's character's made up, but it's like. These these cults that are, have all started in America, they're all so fascinating. Oh, they like, are. I'm obsessed. And part of my obsession goes to the fact that, and, and this is going to be a very hot take, but the fact that I firmly believe that there is zero difference between all of these cults that we're talking about and every organized religion out there on the planet. Oh, no, just some um, have better marketing. Uh, tax exemption and, and uh, perceived legitimacy is the only thing separating them in my mind. Uh, that, uh, that, you know, we'll move on from there, but that's just what I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. I agree, especially when you watch By the way, uh, Joey Duffy cults. from Cliff Diver, everybody. Oh, right. We didn't even introduce <laughs> you. Joey! <laughs> uh, I prefer on this podcast Joey Duffy of The Sound of Tulsa. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, that's sound, right. A rival podcast. Yeah, and, uh, rival podcast. Award thief. Award, yeah, award, award, yep. award stealing. You see, I still got my, my runner up uh, piece of paper. It's nice. <laughs> I, I have my trophy on my mantle. <laughs> It's, um, How's no. that podcast doing? Uh, it's uh, it's good. It's good. It's got a billion uh, daily listeners, <laughs> which When's is uh, too many. New episode dropping uh, when exactly? Uh, uh, it's dropped in your your iPhone. It's uh, already in there. Already. <laughs> it's already in there. <laughs> we worked out this special hours deal. of listening pleasure await you. <laughs> yeah, you. It's also featuring you too. So we thought it was only appropriate just to they, stealth drop it right in the iPhone. Yeah, that that right is how they Apple do things. Accounts. You too. You too. That's not the band's name. That is just them telling you who has the file. It you too. So, Got me again, Bono. So you too. Fascinating. Everyone freaked out. So they're like, "Wait, how can you get inside my stuff?" And then we all went, oh, no. They were already in there. They've been in the whole time. <laughs> the calls were coming from inside the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we all learned a valuable lesson. Um, so I was saying <laughs> off mic that there was, a, there was a thing I wanted to discuss. Um, today is Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th. It, it, it as is. As we're recording this. Um, I am wearing my, my Friday the 13th shirt. There's a thing that I was thinking pretty hard about, about the, the franchise of the 13th, right? So number one, yeah. little baby boy Jason, Biddy Jason. Uh, I don't know. He's probably like there. I think they say he's like twelve or thirteen or some mm. shit. Anyways, J-Bitty. so he drowned downs, right? He he gurgles. Bye bye. Mm. And bottom of the lake. 
And then he's dead. No more Jason. Right? He dies. And, dead. End of the movie. Roll dies as, as a child. Roll, roll okay. credits. Okay. This okay. is Friday the 13th 1, the Co- original. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Got it. Now. Mama then Mama, Mama Voorhees is the murderer, right? Spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler yeah, sorry. Wait, Spoiler wait, alert wait, for, wait, a, wait, for wait. a fucking 50-year-old movie. Right. Spoiler alert, guys. What? <laughs> so, no, my question is, then we go to movie two. Yep. Jason has Christ-like inexplicably gone from child to man. Yes. He's, a, he's an How? adult now. Yeah. He, he, he somehow he aged. Raised by the water people. Yeah. The undead. <laughs> by the yeah. Zoras. As far as I'm aware, do not age. Well, that's as far as you're aware. Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> but here's the other obviously, thing. Okay, you, you haven't no, no, paid no. to get to the higher second, levels of necromancy. Se- second, o- second argument is is that once he reaches said adulthood uh-huh. and peak like buff performance, he then ceases to age for the rest of the franchise. Well, it gets, so if the undead, the maybe devil. you don't know that at this point, you would only really see his age through his face, which you famously do not. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I haven't seen all the movies. I am here to tell you that you can tell age through sheer muscle mass. I mean, not if he and continues loss to work. thereof. What if? No, well, only if there's loss thereof. Yes, if there's he maintains. But no, no, here's the thing: bigger than he was ever. Yeah, but if you see that motherfucker without a shirt on, you're like, oh, those are the buff tits of an old man. But do you see Jason without his shirt on ever? Look at Hulk Hogan's body. No. No, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. I I refuse. Look at that hot dog <laughs> that of as, a man, and I say that as a bisexual man. No, yes, look at that same. hot dog no, skin of a man, <laughs> and tell me that his muscles looked the same when he was young. And that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, I still gladly you, look like that right now compared. Oh to sure, but I'm just. Oh, yeah, yeah. My argument is that you you would be right. able to tell if someone has aged. That's my only argument. If his shirt is off. Well, yeah. Does Jason take his shirt off a lot? I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody else does in the movie, so. Hell yeah. yeah. That's why he's so mad. Well, Jason's just a classic. He's like, I can't get this shirt himself. off. Oh, yeah. He's like, people having sex? Oh! Well, it was really that, I mean, he's got a legitimate argument that it was like, it was less that they were having sex and it was like they were having sex instead of saving his life from drowning. Yeah. And that's a fair. And that the cool kids. It's a know, fair thing to be upset about. Tortured and mur- murdered him. So he's like, cool kids, y'all got to die cool, now. Cool, 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 cool. There's a lot to consider here. That's uh, true. Will, will he or she sleep with you again later? Uh, like, mm. if you stop now, is it still going to happen? Like, sometimes sometimes those things happen only in the moment. And, and, and like, a little while later, you're like, you know, no, we're better off as friends. So is that that you got to factor that in? Uh, how drowning? Dead. Like really drowning, or yeah, like, like he died. Yeah, like, that's he, the whole premise. Okay, 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 yeah, he passed. All right, all right, fine. Okay, he passed. It was, a, it was this especially fine, severe drowning. Fine, yeah. fine, bad question. Bad Dr- question. Drowning bad question. to the point of being deceased. Before drowning, was this kid any good? No, he was. He was like he was like disabled. He was and, special needs. Yeah, and these kids but, bullied but, and tortured but, yeah. him. To was death. he an asshole? I mean, look. I, listen, I, listen. I don't. I, obviously, I'm not, I am I'm not, not going to die on that hill. I, buddy. I, I am not trying to take away from abort, people with abort. unique challenges. No, no, no. no. Here's no. the thing. <laughs> Will I argue that people with special needs don't have the ability to be an asshole? No, because you absolutely do have could. the ability. Of course, to be anyone asshole. can be an asshole. Uh, and not do that I it takes argue, away from his special needs. Do I want to argue that this fictional special needs child was an asshole that deserved to die? That's why I I'm doing, don't know. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it for you. What's this devil's advocacy? <laughs> but do you think do you think that the child deserved to die? <laughs> do you think like he had it coming though? I'm just saying. Do you think he was asking for it? I'm he, just saying. Once he was dead, he was a serial killer. 
when he was alive, he might have been an asshole. I think being he, oh, drowned... He knew only vengeance. Yeah. Because <laughs> then he got raised by the sea people, as you said, <laughs> who taught him the, the, the art of, of... The underwater the vengeance. Too, the Zoras underwater are not a violent rage vengeance. They, The water temple is filled with my tears, and so now I'm drowning in sorrow, and it's their fault. That's a Cliff Diver song. I don't know. What? I don't know who that is. Back around. Like a circle. I know. Like that. a sphere. Like a sentient sphere. <laughs> like a sphere. sentient sphere. <laughs> Big news on the cliff diver front. Uh, we've we've been actually attempting to have you guys on for a couple weeks now uh, since the big news was dropped. Uh, and of course, when news of this caliber drops, um, yeah, schedules fucking change quickly. Oh, uh, yeah. which is understandable. Uh, you guys got, got, got a ding dang record deal. You have an album. We do, and it's a legit. Major label album. Side one dummy. It's crazy. Side I mean, one. it doesn't feel real. No part of it feels real still. You know, I've I held the thing in my hands and I'm still just like Yeah. What? You wrote your name on it. What? What right? is going on here? And it's been uh I mean they've been great. They've been absolutely great. I mean so did many. Did you great go albums. did you go did you go like did you do like how I'm gonna do it on a personal check or did you like try and autograph sort of or did you like print when you signed it? Uh, yeah, I, I did my my classic uh, music signature that I've developed. Your your autograph, no, actually, as I, it were. I developed the autograph at uh, the bank when I was a teller because you had okay. to sign so much sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you so want a different signature than you would use on like personal checks. Mm, yeah, because you don't want motherfuckers forging it. You know. Oh. Yeah, you didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. That's why you have. That's why famous people have a signature and an autograph. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Gotta mix them shits up, baby. Oh God! <laughs> Are so you using your starting today? Don't use your, yeah, no, starting I, I, now. I don't. I don't. I don't write checks or have a checking account. That's true. That's the other thing too. Is you got to remember where where uh, you. Uh, I'm gonna be forty three. You're gonna. Be you don't 41. write checks at the grocery store anymore. No. no Dude, oh, I'm still. I'm I, I still haven't written a check. Bro, I'm in, still sitting in the line. I pay like, my dues. I pay four my people. Four people behind check. me, cart full of groceries, and I'm like. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Who do I make this out? That was to? the worst part I'm just about kidding. Best Buy. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> make it out to the store you're in. And they're always ancient. And they're like, uh, no, a check was good enough for my grandfather. That's when you go. Good mm. enough for you. At this point, it's like, who the fuck's still giving out the checks? Stop I, giving people well, checks I'm, to I'm use. I'm looking at them going, guys, listen, it's not going to work because no one writes checks and our telecheck system is trash. We're just going to waste our time, and I'm going to have to talk to your bank for 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Please. You got your debit card right it's there. It's right there. It's coming it's from the, the same, same joint. same thing. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't miss Best Buy. So now, now I, I, anyone under 40, I don't expect him to write a check anymore. I, I figure that's done. But Zampino, is there anything you write checks for anymore? No, I don't think there's a check. There might be <clears throat> some checks in this house somewhere. I'm still... I guarantee that if there are... They're like in a drawer, and we would have to find them. I'm still paying two monthly bills with checks. No shit. Yeah. What's on your checks? Uh, uh, Anything fun? Puppies playing. Aww. Yeah, no, nothing. Nothing. Just standard standard green checks. Puppies playing poker or like puppies playing with each other? Hey, that's not... Hilton. It's not acceptable. Not what I meant at all. Those would be weird. Regular puppy play. Weird checks. Can't a guy just mean regular puppy play? Wait, well, wait. even weirder checks. <laughs> no, those are totally normal, so, like grandma. Like your aunt gives you a check, and it's just got like four puppies falling over each other on it. And they're all just so whimsical. That does sound cute. As that's that's how and we you're all like, felt. Ah, aunt Brenda, this check is the 
void. When we got our, our giant side one dummy check. Um, just kidding. <laughs> people, people actually think that. They're like, oh, you signed to a label, so now so you They like, brought you, out a big cardboard check. Money, yeah. And it's like, I have never been more oh, I see in debt in my life. Not only that, but like, here's how I explain signing to a major label is like, we are a small business, right? We, we've developed this product, we're trying to take it to market, and they are venture capitalists who have come along and invested in our small business, getting board seats, et cetera. But we still have to do the dang thing, yeah. and we still owe them back their initial investment which, yep. to recoup everything. So it's like, we didn't actually make any money here. We just went into debt. And that's why your T-shirt is $30. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look, that's, that's the bottom line is, you know, people go and they're like, God, you know, and, and last night I was at Clutch and the Sword and like, you know, the sword's got a patch, really cool patch, 15 bones. Yeah. A lot of fucking money for a patch, but it's like, why do they have to charge that 15 bucks? It's not because they're fucking greedy. It's because if they don't, they can't fucking continue to do it. They got to make money for the band. Merch and is the only way. Back their... Tick, yeah, merch, merch is, is, is the your only, way. only real way to bring in money for yourself. That's, that's just for you. It's true, because, I mean, think about this. Even with one stream, we don't get a percentage of the streaming until we've already recouped back. And right. then we're getting 50% split between seven members. So now, and, <laughs> and the label doesn't touch your merch sales. No, yeah. which is a big, oh, a big wow. thing. Correct. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, that that was that was one of the selling things because some of the other uh, labels that we were talking to were yeah. like, yeah, we get 10% of merch cuts. Yeah. And that's we literally like, why, yeah, that's why it costs what it costs if you're listening right now and you're at a concert. Understand that when you're buying merch from the band, that's you literally supporting the band. It's the only yeah. way we can tour. Yeah. I mean, is with merch sales. I bought a sweet like ass that. sword shirt last night, man. It's 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 uh, it's a crazy. It's crazy how the music industry is completely shifted. It, it, it's garbage. No, if I, I it's mean, hot garbage. It's yeah. literally the worst time to be in a touring band in the history of touring bands. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's especially with COVID and everything, uh -huh. constantly roller coastering because we can't get a unified response. It's yeah. like. At any given time, it could all just go away again. Yeah. And it's like... Now, hopefully, you know, hopefully coming out of COVID into tours sees a lot more, like... I, I did feel like I saw a little bit more of people last night, like, uh, you know, it was a big, big turnout. There was a lot of people, um, and people go into the merch booth, um, you know, hopefully... <laughs> people realize that like these bands coming out of out of covid especially if they were touring beforehand like you know they they were probably struggling in that window when they weren't able to do it and so the the best way to keep them doing it and have them come back is go buy a fucking t-shirt you know go buy yeah. a hoodie go buy a, the vinyl that they're only selling on the on the tour even just know? like share a video from the tour on social media 100%. like stuff like that that's the support yeah take taking a little video while you're at the show and then sharing it to your friends that live in the next town you know to get them to go to the show yeah. and it, it's all it's all crazy cuz you have to build this like hype this thing constantly cuz it never stops we have a bunch of tours coming up this year and it's like we're always having to be active digitally so we can foster relationships for an in-person encounter one day down the road that they may one day tell their friends about us so that their friends will come to the show and we go from 15 to 30 to yeah. 100 and it's like and uh, and all of that came from like man wouldn't it be cool if we got together and played some tunes right yeah yeah uh, yeah me and Matt playing Fortnite and I him mean, being like I can't find a vocalist and me being for, like I sing for me yeah it's like uh, uh that it's so weird you're right cuz at the end of the day most of us would 
still like because I like I said I still want to play music real fucking bad. But you're not looking um, to be a social media manager, right? And 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 but, nowadays to do that, just like with comedy, yeah, you have, we to, have to do to, one. Got to be do on the there. Other. You got to be managing a, a profile that is active and engaging. We have to build right. content, not art anymore. And like content is the name of the game. Like we talked to some major labels like Epitaph and stuff, and they were like, "Listen." You guys sound like you're a really cool live band, but here's the thing. We're not looking for a live band. We're looking for a band that exists on social media. We're looking for a band that the kids that is who not, don't go to shows listen to. Let me say this really yeah. loud and clear. That is not the epitaph of my youth. It was, it was, it was so sad. We were, like, we were like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, we don't really care if bands like, can play live anymore. You're like, who runs this place? We need bands that pop is off. Is Brett back there? And can I you, talk to if Brett? If you see some of the bands that they that there are big on their label, you know, uh, it is. Oh, it's, now? It's, yeah. It's now, digital music. Now, if you were to, yeah. The, 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 the bands place. that I see now that are on Epitaph, I'm like, that's not Epitaph. So it was sad, but I mean, like... Epitaph, by the way, are you familiar? Oh, with? of course. Okay. Bad so Religion. I was going to say, if you, yeah, it's Brett Gerowitz uh, yeah. started the label from Bad Religion back in the day. Well, and, and, and here's my and question They were the ones guys. that signed Rancid. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you guys are, are more familiar with their line, their current lineup. Is this the kind of thing where it's just they had to make the choices they had to make because they're trying to stay in business? Oh, 100%. 100%. The pandemic changed everything when yeah. it comes to well, music especially. There, an argument could be made that, that, that this wave of the way that certain record labels changed like who they are and aren't signing that that started before COVID, i think um but and and i think that the argument could be made that it may be sort of them their hand being forced uh into you know whatever trends uh but at the same time uh, a, a record label like epitaph that made itself on saying no um we're doing this. Uh, I don't really care what's trendy. I don't really care about you yeah. know Britney Spears and all this other shit that's that's super trendy. This is our thing. We're doing we're punk rock. Yeah. And if you like it, cool. You can buy it. But if not, we're still gonna keep doing it. So the argument could be made that that it would have been a more punk rock thing to say. No, nah, we're not gonna change with the trends. Uh, we'll just go out of fucking business. I mean, right. we, <laughs> but that's but the no, thing. Nobody's. That's someone the someone argument. eventually is gonna have the to more be punk like, rock no, thing would be to go out of business. Yeah, like so, someone, yeah. someone there was trying to keep them in business no I know. matter what. But that's why yeah. I, I love Side One is like they very much put out a bunch of weird bands in the early 2000s, like Google Verdello, Gaslight Anthem, like Pup, man. major players who were just weird. Like, True. You know? That's what I love about and, and Pup, I wouldn't necessarily... I mean, they're a little weird, but yeah, they're different. It's, it's, it's not it's, it's not your classic take on, on, on pop oh, punk or oh, anything yeah. exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. A lot yeah. of those bands who, you know... You know that there are so many cool cool bands and so just to be a part of that like a legacy label type thing mm-hmm. was like yeah. super affirming and That's also rad, uh, big time congrats it's it's wild it's you know you ha- going from never thinking i would do music mm-hmm. to this is just like i don't know it's almost like wish fulfillment where i'm like oh god and it's it still hasn't all sank in yet. I don't know if it ever will. Like, sure, you know, because it is so surreal. Like, mm-hmm. we, we get to tour with Bowling for Soup and you know Less Than Jake this summer. And it's That's like, rad, man. Uh, back in the day, uh, I went to uh, uh, they uh, <laughs> they shared a house with a couple friends of mine in Denton. Uh, a couple friends of mine that used to play in the Feds. You right. Remember them? Yeah. 
And uh, so we uh, we we did a couple like after parties and stuff. Uh, uh, partied at their house, man. Those guys were wild, bro. Bernie, that dude can party. He was a uh, he was wild. I'm I'm pumped. I, yeah, I can't wait. We're playing like House of Blues and stuff. All the, I was a big Less Than Jake fan too. But Less Than Jake slaps. Yeah, we, we made them both like videos to pitch the tour. Like, All right, covers of their songs that like. What Less Than Jake song did you do? Uh, we actually did Krista Makes a Podcast. We did the theme of it, but uh, okay. Jake changed it. To, it was like, hey, hey, Less Than Jake, we want to go on tour. Okay. And just We do nice. the dumbest stuff. I don't know how I love it. it all works out, but we're just idiots. I love it, man. Well, uh, and that's kind of a, a neat uh, I'm example of how you guys, you, you, you are kind of found a niche that plays to that idea of that social media interest. You guys went kind of viral right around the time as all this album news was coming out with a cover of an MGK song. Right, yeah. Uh, his song is what? Uh, Emo Girl. Emo Girl, and you did... Uh, Butt Rock Girl. Butt Rock Girl. That's right. I didn't even know about it. Like, Bree and Matt were like, oh, we did something that's crazy. Yeah. And then they showed, they like put the video up, and I was like, what is going on here? It was so good. Because Emo Girl is, is categorically... One of the worst songs. It's ever. trash. Mm-hmm. When I listen, I like, trash. I like angry listened to it the first time. I was like, "Oh my god, he, what? You can't actually make that. We all think that rhyme in that line, but you Every, can't actually do it. It's everything so that guy does is trash. And then it's uh, very bottom of the barrel, lowest common denominator. So, well, so. it's got forty million streams on it, so you know. Hey, man, look, people it's like catchy. trash. Sketchy. People like trash. People have always liked trash. It's true. I watched a lot of I Love New York. And, uh, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Fla- oh, flavor of Love. I, I watched all of that. Hey, that was listen, my shit. It, the, the, this is another argument behind whatever the label and whatever everybody puts all of the money and marketing behind, that's probably what the people are going to dig. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, So if you're only pumping out and marketing garbage, that's what the people are going to like. It's true. If uh, there's good shit out. Remember back in the... Okay. My the best example for this is like back whenever it literally did not matter how motherfucking butt ugly you were, if your band was good, yeah, you could fucking succeed. Getty Lee has entered the chat. Fog hat, fucking bad company. Like, look at the liner notes. The the you know the inside. Like, this looks like your fucking friend's uncle. Like uh-huh. the right. most boring, mundane looking dude. Uh, the and and now you, it's it's. Literally, you have to be a product that can be sold. You have to be pretty enough or mm-hmm. uh, have a niche thing or, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, not enough of it is about the substance anymore. That's yeah. the sad part. But here's the thing. It just is what it is. Like, yep. you can either, there are so many people who get burnt out because they're like, oh, well, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. But the industry's always been terrible. It's built on the exploitation the, of of other people's talent right, by people yeah. who don't have it, you know, and, and then, then sold every as a few, good. Yeah, and then every few years, some some you find that sort of way around that, and and then the good stuff becomes popular. Like what happened with grunge, and then punk, and then you know what I mean, like where uh you know somehow that 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 one band might be you guys well you just got to gets let, out there and then and then people go you know what maybe a lot of this this stuff that we're being pumped out isn't as good like look at this band over here they're really fucking good and and it's not this cookie cutter but then uh, it's written all- by by eight guys in a suit bullshit but right. then immediately it's seized upon by those same marketing yes. execs not and, if you don't let them well, that's the, the key. black keys 
That's one. I know, man. It, no, it, it, it always is. It's the case of, but here's the thing. It's so hard to survive in an industry that, you know, it, it doesn't care about your well-being. So you can't blame bands like Imagine Dragons no, sure. or whatever. Yeah. Who went from, like, their first album being, I think, a creative, like, brilliant effort. And then, like, they sold out a little bit. But here's the thing. If I had the opportunity, I'd sell out tomorrow. Yeah, you don't think I'd be making Disney Channel original soundtracks tomorrow if I could? Oh, let's go! Bro. Like if I'm we here, got I'm if we you. got offered that opportunity, yeah. that's why I you know I ha- <laughs> you have to le- you have to let go. Of, I know, man, of all that like comparison and shit because there's so many bands that are huge right now who started at the same time we did, and it used to just torture me. I'd listen to their music and be like, "This is trash." Yeah, yeah. this is trash. But yeah, then you just want you, you just, just want, want whatever good man. stuff to make it. But I'm also That's happy for those like, bands. It's sure. like good for them. They found they found exactly. a way to then make you, a living. Yeah. Good but for on you. the flip side, then you go see like a band like The Sword, and you're like, damn, you guys should be bigger. Yeah. Well, and that's that's part of this double edged sword is you you double edged sword for sword is hey you, you, that was we, clever. <laughs> we all know something. We all have those little bits that we love, whether it's that song, little whether bits. it's that that movie, whether it's that that, that episode bit. of that TV show that we just know is so fucking good, and we know it didn't get the attention it oh, deserved. Yeah. You know, oh Hell, yeah, all the time. That was you guys when we had you and Matt on what two years ago, three yeah. years ago. It on was the show. it was two years ago, yeah, because it showed on my when I googled like put oh, it right into maps, it was like you were here two years ago, and I was like, <laughs> oh I don't, shit, I don't like that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point, Thanks, we were Bezos. talking about how you guys just had such a great sound. You had these awesome singles that were just so in tune with uh, radio rock pop sensibility. All, as but at well the same as... time as being authentic and unique and having your own angle to this sound. you know, And uh, recognizing our, uh, our, uh, this generation's obsession with nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, like oh, the references sure, yeah. and the song titles and stuff. Hell, you know, maybe we mentioned the Water Temple earlier. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. You well, know, and and you, we are the most nostalgic some, generation. You want, you want to? It's we call it new nostalgia. Like that's kind of the sound we're going for. It's like something that sounds familiar, but isn't just made just to rip off those feelings because that's what a lot of it's used for. But if it makes you feel familiar, it makes you feel safe. And then when you feel safe, you can talk about some of the issues that we're talking about in the songs, which is about mm-hmm. depression and suicidal ideations and, you oh, know, yeah. alcoholism and, and like, imposter syndrome and all <laughs> these things. Mm-hmm. If you're comforted and you're kind of, you know, unsuspecting, then the songs are able to, I think, get a little deeper and you can, you know, because that's our, our whole thing. It's just like this. We're trying to just show people that, things can get better because yeah. I mean even if you can listen to the three episodes I've done of this podcast like you can tell that I've gotten better right. just like in general like my mental health is is better mm-hmm. and we get to go out there and, and like and tell these stories and stuff like that so it, it helps that the music is fun to listen yeah. to because it's disarming and but the, the vision it, like there's two reasons we do it one we love it you yeah know, live music's the absolute best and, and playing playing music with just even if it's just in a room playing music with people when you're in the pocket when oh yeah i mean it's the fucking greatest feeling oh yeah and and it it's undescribable we, we played like, a set in, in austin at, at south by southwest like uh um on the last day that we were there and it was just like we were just in the zone and i like afterwards i was like just Bree and i were both just like laying on the ground and i was just like weeping and uh, it was just like wow yeah because the band is so talented and it's like such a privilege to play with such good musicians. It's like yeah. when we hit it, it's like, 
it's so much fun that everything else feels less. Oh. And that's why I want to tour all the time because that feeling of live, of, of yeah. the connectivity of the energy, like, is so awesome. But then it's the afterwards when people, like, we did this set at South by at a rehab facility, right? So it's this sober space, and and it was like I got to go there, tell my story a little bit, play this set, and you know, right afterwards, we do come up to me, and he's like, "Dude, I'm like two weeks off crack, like congratulations on your sobriety." I'm like, "Dude, congrats on your sobriety. That's yeah. that's insane." And he's like, "So it gets a little better, huh?" And I go, "Yeah, man." And like just the, so much man. being able to yeah. do do these things, it's like yeah. it's 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 special. It's it's I, mean, I I'm with you on that, especially that little last part. I I. I I seldom uh, pass up an opportunity when I hear somebody talking about like new sobriety. Uh, it's really hard for me to not comment, even if I barely know them, to chime in and be like, "Hey, look, like it, it gets way easier and it gets way better. Yeah, it gets so so much better. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, sobriety's been easy this time around because when I was just done with it, you're just done with it, as you know. It it, it just stopped. Like I thought it was going to be a lot harder. I because it was so much a part of my personality. And, yeah. like, my habits for, like, 14, 15 the, years. The habit and the routine was the hardest part for me. But then I just, w when I turned it off, it was gone. And it was done. Yeah. I was at the bar that next weekend. See, I, I, that, I, that part was different for me. Uh, it was, I, I couldn't, there was a little bit where it was hard for me to, like, go do comedy because I didn't want to be at the bar. Sure, yeah. Um, but a lot of that was just because, like, you know, uh, my addiction issues, uh, very deep uh in and and i can't i could not trust myself oh yeah like if it was in the room i would have fucked up in that first six months 100 percent. and it's crazy like I, I you know i was doing coke all kinds of stuff for a while because that's just part of the rock scene you know yeah. down, down in any city you know that's just well, how fun. it is and then like <laughs> i mean let's not lie so i'm yeah. like i'm like six months into sobriety and we're on tour i'm in uh, santa fe not santa fe uh san antonio and we're staying at this house of a friend of ours. And, like, I walk into the garage. It's, like, 3 in the morning. They're all raging. And this dude just, like, has a key, like, and just puts it, like, right directly under my nose. And he's, was like... Was it Madison Cawthorn? No. <laughs> I wish. It was not an orgy. It was... Uh, okay, okay, okay. Just, a sexual get-together. He just puts it, like, right underneath my nose and goes, cocaine? And, like, I just stopped for a second. I looked at him. And I was, like, hey, uh, no thanks. Uh, that sounds terrible right now. Because I couldn't imagine ever doing coke sober because I'm anxious. Oh, yeah. So I imagine, like, I only did cocaine so I could drink more. That was the only reason. So you could party longer. That was the only reason. So the only reason. I feel that. I, I, I didn't care about, you know, like, cocaine, you know, when you're sober, then I'd just be, like, manic. And mm -hmm. But it was that moment where I just went, hey, no thanks. That's, that's kind of you. But uh, no. And yeah. I thought that was going to be a harder moment. I really did. I, I thought, I and mean, it was just like, it's okay. so weird to me that there's a big chunk of my life where, like, that fucking overly jazzed, manic, fucking crazy shit was like, I was like, more, please. More, 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 more. Right. More, more, more. Right. I want to fucking, I don't ever want to go to sleep again. Like, I burning take, myself I fucking, and screaming oh, at bars. And picking, I'm like, no, this was good. Give pick, me more picking energy. your skin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, need, I, need, I need to be more talkative. I need to be more self-centric. That's uh, what we need right now. Well, it's not just the... Um, the way you're acting, it, it's the fact that those drugs are also releasing endorphins oh, at the 100%. same time. So no matter how you're acting, you're getting this essentially false stream of confidence and security yeah. in your actions. I had a really fun time last night watching uh, two uh, older tweakers yeah. uh, rocking out to Clutch. Um, you know whenever you see someone 
that's trying real hard to uh, seem like they know the words, but they don't yeah. know any of them. That's me some nights. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. And, you, and you're talking about me. cliff diver songs. Oh, hundred oh, <laughs> <laughs> percent. Some practices, I'll, I'll they'll look at me and be like, "Well, you, how do you not know the words? You wrote the words." And I was like, "Dude, I don't know where I am sometimes. So <laughs> let's all just back off a little bit on these expectations of what I know and don't know." <laughs> When you can tell someone is just essentially mouthing random syllabic patterns, but having a great that aren't, time that aren't words, having a great oh time yeah yeah. You know when that happens to me, uh, sober unfortunately, <laughs> uh, uh, is 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 with with hip hop. Oh. Is, is hip hop? I'll know. Like we'll get to a, a, a lyric that's got some really unique flow. And maybe I know like one or two of the words at the beginning or the end of the lyric. Yeah, you're Flavor Flav. And That's I just start do. and I just, and I realize about like two words and, oh, I don't know these words. <laughs> Thank God I'm alone in the car. Some, some potential. <laughs> my, the uh, rental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My other, oh, yeah. My other favorite part of this dude uh, was the juxtaposition of the parts of him that were a tweaker and the parts of him that were just a regular ass old man. Cause like dudes like tweaking balls, like so, so obvious and visual, like, you, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, so like, but he's still got his readers hanging on the back of his shirt. What's with the old men? They put the glasses on the back of their shirt, huh. right? On the back of the neck. Have you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen this? Have is you, a have thing. You seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen heard about, it? about, it? Heard about it? this? Yeah, yeah. This, it's a new thing here. That was unintentional. But yeah, so it was right, just really up. funny to me that like, it was like, oh, so part of you is just a regular ass old man, but you're just tweaking balls just off raging. at the clutch show. Well, the other reason I think I loved cocaine was because I was super insecure, like previously said. So the endorphins and confidence was so addicting because for oh, a yeah. few minutes you're like, oh, yeah, I'm that's right. I'm the shit. I am the shit. And, and that's another thing that alcohol. I wrote that first. for. Oh, yeah. 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 I was going to say I wrote that way for like 13 years of thinking I was the shit because I was fucked up. I, all I, I mutually thought not only I thought I was better than everyone else. But also the worst person that's ever lived. And <laughs> in that a trip. At the it same, really is. same time, God complex, mm -hmm. a self-loathing God Total complex. Total insecurity. I am I am smarter than everyone else in this room. And that's the best thing I, I have realized with sobriety is that I'm actually just kind of stupid, you know? And that's been such a relief because yeah. I no longer have to carry this this weight around of being like feeling better. Cause when I was younger and I get the shit kicked out of me because I think I'm funny is like I'd hide behind my intelligence. You'd be beating me up, but I was getting in some cracks at you while you were doing it. You know? yep. Like in, in the army, I'm doing push-ups and I'm still making little comments and they're like, all right, there's 20 more, Duffy. I'm like, oh, 20 more. That's what your mom said. You know, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hide behind this shield of intelligence because you don't have anything else. And, and now I get to just be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm kind of stupid. So um, right? my only Turns goal out. is just to get hotter and dumber. Yeah, I, li <laughs> I, I liked whenever I finally uh, uh, accepted, like, you know, I really only know about, like, a couple of things. Right. And yeah. everything else, I kind of need to ask someone yeah. else that's yeah. better. Yeah. There's so many things. And my, my, my wife, I love her, man. She, she, uh, she's convinced that she can take care of anything and everything. And I love that in a person like when oh, you're like sure. i'll figure this out you know like mm -hmm. the fucking housework whatever you know like I i'll figure this out but for me i'm like that is out of my um my uh, area of expertise and uh, i would break 
All of it. I just yeah. change my life have, to adapt to whatever the thing is. I don't like, have the confidence to say, like, I could fix no. a plumbing issue. No. Mm-hmm. No. I, just I need ig- an adult. It. I need a grown-up. Yeah, my heater went out. Uh, yeah, this, I'm going to need a grown-up for that. What was it? This <laughs> this uh, this winter in February when it was, like, one of those days where it was, like, 10 degrees, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just, like, freezing in my house. I could have died in my sleep because it's so cold. And you didn't want to call a grown-up? And I was just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine it'll yeah. work itself out it's just got a little bug in like it like my knee gives out and i like collapse and i'm like ah it's probably not good yes. but yeah who's got the time i'll just wrap <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll wrap a couple socks yeah. around i'm it. sure it'll be fine I that's could... well that's how i acted about my drinking for a long time i was like ah it'll work itself out this tube sock can be an ace bandage right yeah, it's fine the, the it's stage fine. ain't that big i'll crawl yeah <laughs> it's fine no big deal Oy vey. We're our own worst enemies, aren't we? Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah. Lit, Lit had it. L-I-T had it right. They sure did. Please tell me why. That's the Pearl Jam version of that song. That is. That, uh, <laughs> why? And it's still terrible, oddly yeah. enough. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, how uh, did Lit get popular? That's what I because want to know. that riff ruled. You can't help but to get hype. And it's yeah, you're right. Three notes. You're right. Uh, yeah, it's the simple stuff. I know it is. We're man. always sitting was... there after we wrote a song and after we recorded, being like, "Why didn't we make this song easier?" Yeah. Now we hate it because it's so hard to do live. And we just make easier songs. People are you like a, them. Are you a fan of Clutch at all? I, I don't. Yeah, know. No, 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 that's right. That's right. We that. established that. Should so, we play some so, Clutch? Uh, I know Thousand Foot Crutch, but that okay. was a, you, you could a yeah play a um, metal band. Um, uh, play like uh, power player, power player, or uh, no, definitely do power player. That sounds metal. These guys have have made an entire career out of basically playing very similar um, patterns. <laughs> That's really like five notes tops. From Beale Street to Oblivion. Yeah, they have some crazy lyrics. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck is this dude talking about? It's so funny. Uh, last night they uh, he they play one. So- there's a song uh, <laughs> called Crucial Velocity, and he's like, this next song is about riding a vehicle through space. <laughs> he goes, it'll be a recurring theme that you'll hear a lot through this evening. <laughs> I love that. I as a frontman, I love other frontmen who have fun with it. Oh, dude, Neil Fallon is a fantastic frontman. Nothing I hate more. So much fun to watch him, bro. Than, like the the method acting side of bands, mm-hmm. you know, like there's there's the people who act and have fun yeah, cuz I'm a theater kid, so. Oh, yeah. And then there's the ones who are like this is my art. So there I was a little bit of that. The there was a little bit of that in the Megadeth show. I was just thinking that Yep, you know, yeah. Mustaine is very much like you play the songs, you play it right. Uh, it's more like, um, like, a, like an orchestra. And, yeah, and concert, Megadeth, you know, like, um, like it's not the band that it was. It's Dave and three musicians he has since hired. Correct. <clears throat> so I felt it's like Panic time- at the Disco. It's only Brendan. Yeah, Gary. it's just Brendan. Really? Yeah, and he mm-hmm. hires out a band for tour. Because there was times where I could tell where like his lead guitarist was supposed to be over here. 
you know, where his bassist was supposed to be over here. Actually, and I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. What, what does Dave play? Is, is he bass? Like, lead is, guitar. Is he lead? Okay. Cause, cause, so, he had a, so he had a... he had This fucking guy. How many bands am I in? He does, was in the show. Does, you were there at the show. You can't tell... You can't count strings? <laughs> from the fucking bleachers? <laughs> well, you also play them differently. The bass is from, more from like this. You, you know I wear readers now, right? Uh, oh, that's true. That's true. You got them, you got them old balls eyes. <laughs> I didn't have them on the back of my shirt that night, so you may you have forgotten. You didn't. Uh, no, yeah, he's guitar. He plays guitar. Thank you. He's quite, quite, quite a, a decent guitarist, according to some. He's very fucking good. He's that no, was the no thing. Dime bag, so we we good. we went to see uh, Lamb of God and Megadeth, and um, dude, Redneck's one of my favorite songs. So Lamb of God definitely puts on a more entertaining show as far as there's a lot more to watch. He, sure. you know, there's a lot more moving around. There's fire. There's explosions. Um, whereas Megadeth. Is much more impressive musically. Sure, um, and there was a little bit of that last night. Like the sword is super, super impressive. Like musically, they're really their guitar players are really, really good, um, and their uh, lead singer plays guitar as well. So he can't move a ton while playing, you know, crazy leads and singing. So there's a lot less to watch, but it's super impressive musically. Whereas Clutch. Like Neil Fallon's just the front man. He's doing a lot. There's a shit ton of things to watch. It's more entertaining, but it's not quite as crazy technically with the music part. Yeah, you want to yeah. find that sweet spot in between. That's like, great. Like one of the most technically brilliant shows I've ever seen, um, Death Cab for Cutie, was also one of the most boring shows I've ever seen in my entire life. And like they were, they were perfect. Like they were perfect. It was, it was insane how good they were yeah. when but you're then, like no nope, perfect just like, to the album you're like all right yeah cool man yeah like but where's where's the emotion i'd rather yeah. see a guy get up there miss a couple notes but it's because he's in the zone and that's what the, the kind of performer i like to be it's just like just commit just like go go crazy like but mm -hmm. you know that's not for everybody and, and ben gibbert was very much like just kind of standing there and singing and like I, it was it was awesome you know yeah. everyone loved it but like it's easy it's a lot easier to sort of uh find yourself getting like taken out of the show, you know, like uh, you're talking to your friend more or you, you, you glance at your phone or oh, you know, something like 100%. that. hundred percent. It's not as engaging. Yeah. I mean, well, well impressive and you know, incredible. It's just like, yeah. Well, and I kind of like, if you got a Neil Fallon or a Joey Duffy, you're like, yeah. I got to watch what well, something's going to happen and I'm going to miss it. That's the best part about having the seven people we do in our band that are all going insane at any given time. If you get bored watching one person, you can go to Brianna who's, you know, flipping her dreads around and doing some crazy yeah. doing kicks and yeah. or you can go to Gil who's headbanging or Matt and Gadani who are mm. back to back for some reason, you know, and Elliot's, you know, everyone's just going crazy. So that way you might not notice when we miss a note or two cuz you're like, what's going on? Where where what's going yeah, on? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. I want to ask you a little bit about Brianna, yeah. um, because uh, she was uh, she joined the band a little bit later, mm -hmm. uh, but it it seemed like just kismet, like it it was kind of the missing piece that kind of put the final shine on everything. Yeah, um, her and then when we added uh, Gil Gilbert Erickson, our, our second guitarist, oh, okay. was was he was the last guy to join the band, but like the the addition of them, but especially like Bri at first. Well, it, it was completely natural. It, and the best thing I think that has happened with this band is everything's kind of been organic mm -hmm. as it's as it's happened. Like when we met the our agent or, you know, our, our manager, Joe Giordano, 
Like, we just happen to know each other through karaoke, and I just happen to reach out. And then he introduced us to our touring agent, who's his old friend from a long time ago, et cetera, et cetera. It's all been very, like, relationally built. And so I'd known Brianna for years because Nightingale rules, and mm -hmm. she's, you know, an unparalleled talent. Absolutely. And so we had become, in the pandemic, like, kind of music shit talk friends where we, we'd both kind of roast bands or personalities in the music scene that we, we both despised and stuff like that. <laughs> Found a lot of camaraderie. Sure. And I would send her demos and stuff that we were working on and she'd be like, oh my God, I'm such a big Cliff Diver fan. Like this song's going to be massive. And then, uh, you know, we write this stupid little Gas Up Your Homies song that, you know, it was just supposed to be like a musical hug and we're like, let's get some local artists on it. We had Brie come in and, I, and she was like, yeah, of course I'll sing. And then, she did, and Matt and I go, oh, no, we've made a mistake. <laughs> because if anyone hears this song without Brianna, they're going to just be angry. They're going to be like, well, this, what is this? Where's that? Where's that voice? Where's mm -hmm. that It's your south side thing? without Gwen Stefani. Well, exactly. And, and so then when she joined the band, you know, we kind of auditioned for her, Matt and I. Like, we all went out to uh, another round and just sat there, and we're like, all right, so... What would you think about maybe? <laughs> and you know, it just it just kind of took off from there because she'd always been a fan of this genre of music. But yeah. you know, growing up, you know, in Tulsa and, and Branson and stuff in the early two thousands, uh, not always the most welcoming place Branson. for all people. Yeah, and uh, so Brie, Brie never felt like she kind of had a, a place there. So again, to watch her like not only exist within this genre but to flourish within it has been an incredible thing to witness and i think she's only unlocking parts of her potential that when she fully you know figures out this n new part of her personality she's going to be an undeniable superstar i mean she's so talented she makes me a better singer because i'm like i can't get left behind now i have to find new tricks i have to practice mm -hmm. i have to like you know, uh, it, it steps up my game whenever you mm -hmm. perform with someone who's better than you. Like, that's what you want. You want mm -hmm. someone who's better, you know, different. Like, we do different things now. And that was the fun thing about this album was I no longer had to do everything. Right. There, there were spots. And then Brie got to do stuff. And then sometimes Matt and I did stuff. Sometimes Brie and Matt did stuff. Sometimes Gil and I did stuff. Sometimes Gil and Matt did stuff. You know, it's like right. there's so much more variety with this kind of final iteration where we get to just everyone gets to do what they're best at. And instead of like being forced to carry all this weight, like everyone just gets to, it's a team. It's a collaboration in a way that's like really special, I feel like. Um, Love it. Yeah. And I, I yeah, it, it, it's such a, uh, a cool thing to, to have organically happen. Yeah. It's like May 27th. May 27th here in Tulsa. At Vanguard. At the Vanguard. Come. There I'll are be still, there. Are there still tickets? Come, there, come. There check, are check. still tickets. There, there are still tickets, which is not always the case. It is It is true. It is true. We we haven't really started pushing it yet, but um, I'm going to start to be annoying. I, I work downtown now, so if you need a ticket uh, and you're holler. downtown, holler. Holler at your boy. Can you I'll, talk about the um, job at all? Yeah. The job's pretty cool. Yeah, Where just, are you working at? Just accepted a position at OK Pop Museum. This is the new museum nice. directly across from the Canes Ballroom. Yeah, it's kind of going to be on, on the forefront of a different way to storytell and, and like to present history. And some of the things that they're working on are like so exciting. And I don't know how I got so lucky to be able to like get into this position. And it was offered to me 
with um, the intention of letting me tour whenever I want. Yeah. And Beautiful. so, like, that's what I've been looking for is a job that's going to, like, because you got to have a day job. I might have to have a day job for the next five years. For sure. Like, there's no way of knowing. I know giant bands that still have day oh, jobs. Oh, for sure. Same. And so, if, but if I have to have a day job working in Oklahoma music and the storytelling behind the history of it and the future of oh, it. I'm in it. And I'm in it. we're going to put on some sweet events and, like, all oh, the space is just awesome there's this video room with like it's completely encompassing mm. and screens everywhere and like the the rooftop is going to have some awesome concerts on it it's just like i'm excited cool. it's going to become like downtown with the bob dylan center opening up it's becoming this like musical history uh-huh. like place yeah we've got the okay pop museum you've got the bob dylan center you've got the woody guthrie museum uh just a few miles away you've got the church studio which is like a leon russell museum yep. Uh, and then, of course, uh, just north, uh, you know, it's a little different, but you've got your Outsiders House Museum. So oh, yeah. For niche music and even film content, Tulsa's just booming. Well, especially with it being right across the street from Kane's Ballroom. It's just oh, like, yeah. it's like you get to just drench in that sound. And I'm hoping I get a lot more free tickets because it's the one thing I missed about working on the radio was I saw every show for free. And oh, so yeah. I'm hoping there'll be some, some sort of partnerships some there. But it's cool because yeah. I get to like, if if music doesn't work out financially the way mm-hmm. I want it to, like having this uh, as something else yeah. is like so cool. I'm so I feel so blessed and and lucky for it because it's like job kicks ass. I get to just oh, be yeah. involved in music and film and the things that I love the most. And yeah. like even back when we first met, and I was just doing the sound of Tulsa. Like yeah, the passion for local music and the scene and the history of the scene is like. It's so cool then to be able to have a build a position within an org- a new organization. Yeah. It's like, man, let's I go. I love it. Let's yeah. go. Very I want to cool. get involved with some more shit like that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Um, the important question, though, is Friday the 13th a Christ allegory? Ooh. I mean, a dark Christ allegory, maybe. <clears throat> I mean, he dies and is risen. Yeah. Goes from child to adult. He deals directly yeah. with sin. And everyone knows, you know, he in the late, the late the, Gospels, the he murders a bunch of teenagers. And I think that's the end of sinners. Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's out there just stabbing kids well, or whatever. Yeah, well. And oh, no, that was the Gospel of Thomas, the hidden one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The, the Tommy, bo- Tommy the Stabber. Jesus' anti-hero arc. Tommy, people, Tommy the Stabber, 513. Uh, the Book of Kilatine. Uh, a lot of people don't know that one. Kilatine's pretty That's good. a sick-ass metal band. Kilatine. Kilatine. I love that. From the um, second book of Killatines. We watched a trailer. We did. A weird trailer. It was weird. <laughs> it, it was, was very... Weird. It was a little teaser. Very weird. <clears throat> it was the weird Al Yankovic story. The Al Yankovic story. Uh, Sorry, excuse me. Weird. called weird. Weird colon the, the Al, Al Yankovic story. story. Weird colon? Weird colon. It's about his weird colon? It is. It's about his weird, unusual colon. <laughs> what, a, what an odd movie choice out of every... Like, I was hoping to they be gave more about him, his life. They, they let him write it. I mean, you know, they, they rolled those dice, and this is what we got. The oh, idea man. of someone writing their own biopic is just not something you see it's a lot. It's so funny to me, the entire concept of writing your own biopic. Yeah. I would but, like to make a, a biopic one day. 
Oh hell yeah! And just lie about everything, right? A fake well, biopic. Well, it's the uh, Graham Graham. Uh, what's his name from Monty Python? Uh, his autobiography, the autobiography of a liar, where it's mixed with truths and untruths. Where he oh. he lies about a lot of it. So then they did like six other films. Were like, well, that wasn't true either, and it's just typical Monty Python. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Graham Chapman. Graham yeah. Chapman. That's yeah. right. Autobiography of a liar, where he's like, I grew up, and and they're like, no, you didn't. Like none of this is true. <laughs> And that's what I want. I want just a yeah. shroud of mystery where people are like, I heard he moved. Like, I don't know what to think. There was a rumor the other day that I moved rumor here like it. five years ago. Yeah. Someone was like, yeah, you moved here like what? Like five, six years ago? And I was like, what? Bro, like, I, I've, all, I've always lived here. Born and raised. I would. Right? I would no, ra- I was born in Denver. But oh, that's right. I've been here since I was a year old. I would, I would honestly then raise the bar be like five or six years ago. I've only been here six months. Yeah, I got here like last week, dude. Do you yeah. not remember us meeting? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I was born in St. Francis, motherfucker. I was Stick born at St. Joseph's. In hey, St. Joey. St. Joey's. Yeah. You know, we're going to go down to St. Joe's down the corner. St. Joe's, get a baby. I got to see Polly about a baby. You <laughs> got to see I mean? Polly about that baby. Got you got to see the baby. When are you going to see the baby? Yeah. I, I, I speak exclusively in Seinfeld, Seinfeld quotes lately. I've, I've noticed it. Okay. Like, I, I was in a relationship recently, and like, I would be like, that's from Seinfeld. That's from Seinfeld. And she's like, you watch a lot of Seinfeld. I was like, not really anymore. But like, <laughs> yes. Apparently, it's all there. It's all it's with, ingrained. within my brain at any given time. Yeah. Uh, you know. Permanent home. I'll, uh, I'll break into my, what's the deal? Uh, <laughs> have you seen this? <laughs> have you seen this? Have you heard it? Uh, the Weird Al trailer. Weird Al definitely singing in the trailer. It's definitely, definitely his, his version. Yes. <clears throat> so what I'm wondering is, are we going to hear Ratcliffe do Weird Al in the movie? Like Taron or, Egerton in, uh, in Rocketman, where or, it was really him. Or, so. or will they dub yeah. Al over Dan? I'd like to hear Dan. I, I want to hear old Dan Radcliffe. Dan over Al. Yeah. I would like to, because <clears throat> if he's going to do it, you got you to do it. Like, if you're going to do it, do yeah. it. Like Kil- <clears throat> when, when Val Kilmer tried out for The Doors, right? He sent Ray and the other living members of The Doors a tape, and he goes, half these songs are Jim, half these songs are me. Tell me which ones are me and which ones are Jim. Nice. And so Ray listened to it a couple times and wrote down which ones were him and which ones were Jim. And then the end of it, Val goes, no, they're all me. And so it's like these people, like that's impressive. To yeah. Me. If you can capture the singing like yeah. that, like like Taron did in, in Rocket Man. Like he mm-hmm. sang all those Elton John songs himself and he killed it. Like, but that pressure. Yeah. I would rather have someone dub it and me just live <laughs> sing it. For sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I'll sing my ass off, but then you overdub that. Yeah, like, just don't even tell so me like, and overdub it. That way you can get the, the veins and all that stuff that, that you see when someone's actually singing versus lip syncing. Like I'll give you neck. all that, yeah. but don't use my voice. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't do that to this man. I can't wait because Weird this Al looks so fun. had such a hold over me when I was Same. younger. Bad Hair yeah. Day and... Uh, what was the one after it with his Is face on? Dare it? to be stupid? No, 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 no. no. Uh, shoot. Let's look I think it was the one with uh, with Albuquerque on it. Oh, okay. The one that was uh, running with scissors. Okay. Running with scissors was like the definitive. Oh, yeah, these are this is late Al. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I because I got into it like when I was in third grade. I'm okay. a little. I was like yeah. eight. It was like ninety six okay. or so. For me. Uh, we were getting into Weird Al right around the time of like, uh, fucking Dare to Be Stupid. I'm trying to pull up the fucking discography here. Even um, worse was my first one, but then I went back and got the earlier albums. Yeah, I got I Off had the bad Deep End day. was a big one for me. Oh sure, that's the Nirvana cover, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I still know. I think almost every word to Bad Hair Day down in the workshop. Well, the elves are making. So yeah, it was. Uh, oh yeah, Weird Al in three D. So there was Weird Al, the self-titled. Then there was Weird Al in three D. Dare to be stupid. Polka party. Yeah. Uh, even worse was a big one. UHF soundtrack. Off the deep end. Alapalooza was a big oh, yeah. one that had the uh, Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park on it. Bad Hair Day, Running with Scissors, Poodle Hat, Straight Out of Linwood, uh, Alpocalypse, and then Mandatory Fun. I, I had the the three the running uh, Bad Hair Day, Running with Scissors, and Poodle Hat. Those were the three that that okay. were my era of Al. And I used to know every word to Albuquerque, that twelve minute song. Mm. And back before the internet, we just, as you all know, we would just learn and memorize things to be that person at mm-hmm. parties. Oh, for sure, for attention. I, I'm. I'm Quote almost positive movies. that there was a point where I knew every word to Off the Deep End and Alapalooza. Way back when I was just a little bitty boy living in a box on the stairs of the corner of a bake shop half a mile down the street from Jerry's Bake Shop. Oh, you know the place. <laughs> and like, I, I just awesome. I would still, pride still myself yeah. that I could do all of these things. Oh, oh same. Yeah. So you'd just be standing around at parties and someone would be like, Anchorman? I'd be like, uh, oh, that escalated quickly. And then everyone would come in with their mm-hmm. quotes and then and, yeah. And like oh, yeah. Monty Python would come out and you'd be like, ah, and I'd do an entire scene straight there because are, I craved attention. There yep. are so many things that I got into in late high school and college and, and maybe those first few years after that were not as much about enjoying the thing itself as it was about enjoying talking about it with my buddies. Yeah. Uh, we talk, we've talked about Aqua Teen Hunger Force quite a bit lately on the show because they've got the relaunch coming uh-huh. up. But that was a show where quoting Meatwad and Frylock and Carl to a uh, friend of the show, Brian Sittler, has been more enjoyable than any episode of that show itself. Sure, you absolutely. Know, you know, getting to, to turn to Sittler and be like, none of this matters. That's more fun than a single episode of that show. I mean, that's, that's how, good... how I feel about like Seinfeld, Sonny. Like, yeah. Just being able to sit there and like with other people and just like, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I quote The Office all fucking oh. day, every day. Yeah. All day, every day. They all live for free in my brain. Well, and those little moments we've, uh, you know, uh, I, I talk about work sometimes on the show. We have a new producer starting over at the station and uh, name them. Uh, I'm just kidding. Carl. <laughs> no, that's not their name. Uh, I don't know why. I <laughs> But sure enough, when, when someone, uh, when we were all watching a meeting together on a you know video chat and someone said to be fair and i went to be fair to be fair and all of a sudden the new guy goes did did, did you just quote letter kenny and i went yes i did and he goes well i like you more already and like that's a little bonding there from me and our my new co-worker just because we both know that we have uh excellent taste in entertainment uh right. and and do not know what made me think your hat made me think of this and it's uh more slightly, quality entertainment uh and speaking of friend friend of the show and friend of friend of all of ours i ran into old phil clarkin last night oh yeah who was telling you're gonna say uh, trey anastasia who, no you know he was telling me he would just shot them in madison, <laughs> square, madison garden. square garden in new york great photos from that show too uh, unreal right an artist i'm feeling i got to hang out msg at south by for the first time yeah like, He's such a cool person. Nice oh, guy. Phil, down yeah. hey, he's so great. Yeah, yeah. love Phil. Big fan. Yeah, and it was uh, cool. my uh, my friend Chris that went to the show with me that night. I was kind of bragging on him. I was like, "This guy takes the best fucking pictures of anybody I've ever." Seen. And Phil was at the Megadeth show also. Yep, yep. Great shots from that show as well. Yeah, unbelievable. One hundred and ten year old Dave Mustaine. He has so. very talented man. Yeah. I dabbled very very briefly in. Uh, and uh, don't let anybody tell you the photography is easy. Oof, especially easy. with with. Not easy. Uh, they make it seem that way with your phone now. But uh, nah, it's, but see, it's, that's that's why I bought this phone is because I enjoy taking pictures, but I don't want to invest in is a that camera. S twenty one, baby. That's a twenty two Ultra. Oh shit! 
Ooh, yes. nice. I'm I actually got paid by Sprint or T-Mobile. Uh, I, I paid like $50 for this phone. They paid off my old phone. Like, trade in my old phone. They paid it off. Like, they wanted people on these new phones so Well, bad. I want one. It's Will they like, take my 21? It's saving me money every month upgrading to this phone. Save, <laughs> saving me about $25 a month. I'm also on T-Mobile. T-Mobile, call me. Well, they can't. They don't have great service. <laughs> 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 I've never had an issue. I, I I only get it every once in a while to slow down on the internet, but even then, mm. like on the road, that's when. Oh, okay. I'll get hit. Um, that makes sense when you get those those blank spots. I mean, I can't wait though. I have a bunch of games on my phone now that I've just been waiting to pour hours into. <laughs> dude, we're we're driving like a couple times. We're driving like twenty four straight hours. Like, ooh, ooh, baby it's, boy, it's it's crazy. Some of the shows, like we're driving from. Bowling Green, Ohio, down to freaking Florida at mm-hmm. one point, just like straight, and it's uh, it's gonna be a test. It's gonna be a test to how long we can actually. Now, are yeah. you along. guys uh, driving yourselves? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, Dick Van Yikes is the name of our love our it fifteen passenger Ford three fifty. Nice. We had uh, gas is a nightmare, oh, and I it's bet. gonna be so bad on this tour because we we're had going one to the northeast. Man Vanistan. <laughs> Man Vanistan's good. That was that was a good, like that that was good. band name. Good. We have our yeah, we have uh Dick Van Yikes and Trailer Swift, which <laughs> yeah. us and, um, God, I love a good name pun. Uh, yeah, but there's seven of us or eight of us total because we, we're bringing a photographer friend from uh, Texas on this run. Nice, so. awesome. But eight people in a van. It's a lot. It's uh it's a lot. Learn yeah. learn to keep to yourself. Learn to to make that private time, not just for yourself and your own mental peace, but for the rest of your your mates. Well, luckily we have fun most of the time. Good. We're together. Uh, like you say that, but nineteen hours into a twenty four hour road trip. I mean, we've we've done twelve hours before, you know, straight fifteen hours before, I think, and it was you know terrible. But yeah, right. at the same time, it's like this collective bonding. Like we're all going through this awfulness and we all have to pee and we're all hungry always uh-huh. and you know you've spent too much money the first couple days of tour because you get cocky and you're like i'll take beef jerky and i'll take the fancy water and like mm-hmm. by day three you're like do you have any raisins sir? <laughs> can, <laughs> you, can i can we them? stop at long john silver for the free little crispy things <laughs> right like I, i'm just going to eat these leaves yeah you know by the end of it but yum, yum, yum. It's it's it's, it's great. great. I can't I can't wait. It's it's why I love touring is because I never got to travel a lot when I was younger. Like same, I never got to travel. Never got to yeah. see anything. So yeah. like, I get to see Brooklyn for the first time. Nice. While Very my cool. band's playing in it, like oh, yeah. what a crazy first way to see a city yep. like Brooklyn, Philly, Boston, like all these places I've never been before. Yeah. And like to same. to be introduced to them in this way, like that's one of my favorite things is when we're rolling up to a city we've never seen before. Like when we it's we played. Watching uh, it roll in. Yeah, we played in Milwaukee, right? Never been to Milwaukee. And so as we're like rolling to Milwaukee, I'm just like, oh my God, this is a beautiful city. And it's like, for me, it's seeing stuff that I've never seen before. Yeah. Like even we're driving through back roads in Texas. I'm like, I have never, yeah. I, I may never see this again. Like this road, this, this yep. like you get to see new things. Yeah. And when you get caught in like, especially those depression cycles where you're just not leaving your living room and you're like, ah, man, everything's always going to be this this like this and then you get to store up these memories of like no man like it's not you get to see things you get to experience new life and like we're working really hard to get to the uk because i really want to play i've never been overseas at all and so i'm like dude we could play in the uk and japan and australia and i'm like i want to see all of it i want to go everywhere i want to 
I don't not? care. I'll drive whatever because yeah. it's cool. I you get to see. Can you drive to London? Yeah, there's a there's a special path. There's a big tunnel. See, because that changes things for me because I'm deathly afraid of flying. Yeah, you just use the Heaven's Gate. Okay, and sweet. You can get right over there. That's exactly you got to be OT8 though, right? Yeah, yeah, at least, or else you're you're totally. Or you're gonna drown. Oh yeah, you don't want to drown. Not for real. Because you're literally walking through the. I mean, you're driving through the ocean and. Your OT level that's keeping the water away from you. So if your OT level isn't strong enough, that water gonna cave in on you, and then monsters gonna eat you. That of, that's just science. One of my favorite things I ever saw on the internet was uh, it's this Uber Eats chat, right? And it's like the Uber, the Uber cars in like the middle of the ocean outside of of the UK, and she's texting. The message says, uh, "Are you okay?" And then the response is, "No, help." And then that's the end of it. And you're just like, "Oh my gosh." I, I don't think you can drive in the ocean. No. But I, I don't like flying either. I'm not a big fan. How often do you think about the fact that there are creatures in the ocean we haven't discovered yet? Uh, a lot. And that we'll never discover. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially in between, like, in the Atlantic Ocean, like, out there in the deep, deep, yeah, deep, yeah, yeah. like, there's some stuff that will never be seen by human eyes or that has scary, yeah. and, and murdered and the people it, it, who it saw them. them. Yeah. That's it the part I think about the most. Yeah. That's the part I think about the most. A lot of people don't know. When I'm trying to go to sleep at night. That scene in The Phantom Menace when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are underwater. (laughs) Yeah. That is a documentary. It is. A lot of people don't know that. That's yeah. You got to get one of those uh, one of those mouth apparati. You know when they're they're in the boat, they're in the little boat with and and, then Qui-Gon's talking about there's always a bigger fish and the bigger fish eats the bigger fish. Mm -hmm. That those are real fish. Like a resting net, Russian that, nesting fish. That is a lot of people don't know that George Lucas rented one of um, uh, who's the guy that did Avatar? Um, James Cameron. Cameron. James Cameron's little submarines. Yeah, they, went, we finally got the trailer for the deep. for Avatar too. Yeah, that I was a rumor. Care less. A sequel that I did not want. We saw the trailer when we went and saw Doctor Strange, and I literally was like, hmm. I do not care. And it's so crazy. It was the hold that that had on everybody, and then collectively, I didn't like Avatar like, the first. Oh. I, here's I my thing. It. I thought it was fine, yeah. but I thought I was like, oh, yeah. this okay. is still just a story we've seen before. It's Dances with Wolves. Yes, but I loved it because I the first time I saw it was like 3D IMAX. Yeah. Like it was it was that that first time you you walked into the jungle now, and everything lit up and it was that like that part I'll give you. The visual but like as yeah, a movie, no, I'm like, as a it's story, not that good of a movie. It is Fern Gully. It is yeah. Dances right. with Wolves. Yeah. They right. are the same. Dances with Wolves is a much better version of it. So if you want to Go watch a movie about you know that. Yeah, if watch you, Dances with Wolves. Well, if you haven't seen Dances with Wolves, listener, like get your life together. It's it's great. It's, it's a good movie. It's one of the few Costner movies where you're not like, shut up, Kevin Costner. You think <laughs> you're so pleased with yourself right now, and I, I think that's why I always hate it because there's a lot of nineties. His acting, his acting style is very like. I'm very happy with what I've just done. Look at me. I'm so clever. Did you hear that line? Like, did you, like, hear, what, did you hear what I just said? Is such a good movie d- in spite of Costner constantly oh, being like, so look how cool I am in this suit jacket. You are so dead on it. Look how cool I am. And you're like, shut up, Kevin. Costner. Kevin, shut up. You're a disease, Kevin. But then there's some movies where you're like, man, you're an incredible actor. And, oh, then, for sure. and then there's Man of Steel where he's terrible. And he's like, son, stop. Don't save me with your superpowers. No one would notice, yeah. but don't. It's the principle. Watch me die slowly. Uh-huh. No, boy. Watch me die. Didn't see it. You see Man of Steel? Oh, it's no. a great film. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, shit. Wait, wait. It's worth seeing just for Michael Shannon Zod. He's incredible. And, yeah. Wait, wait, I will fight was him. That the one where, was that the Brandon Routh one? No, that's, no, Superman, no, Returns. that's Superman Returns. This is, this is Henry Cavill. 
I did see it. That's that's and, and Kevin Henry, uh, Spacey. I did yeah. see that. I did see that movie. Yeah, it's old old movie. Henry Cavill. If you're from Oklahoma, I did. Yeah. I didn't care for it. Oh, I didn't care for it. I, 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 I like didn't. a good Zack Snyder dark verse oh, type yeah. stuff. I, I don't. I like, I, like I saw three hundred like a trillion times. I don't know why. I liked three hundred fine. I'm a sucker, dude. I'm but a sucker for a slick action did, film. What else did he do? Sucker Punch is that him? Did sucker Punch did. Um, uh, didn't like it. What's the one about? I the... saw it on K two, and like, oh, I have a hole in my brain from that day. Did he do Kick Ass also? No, no, okay, uh, no, because that movie was good. Uh, <laughs> and then he did Justice League, of course. Well, he did the Snyder Cut. Which is awesome. I don't care what anyone says. I love the Snyder Cut. Haters can hate, I uh, guess. Okay. I'll hate yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. It was way too long. <laughs> no, uh, I, I want it longer. I love longer that's movies. That's what she said. And the, the, the coda at the end set in the future was nonsense. That made me angry just because it's like, don't tease me with that if you're not going to give it to me. Yeah, it was like a whole other... That part, that's what she said. And, yeah, okay. and in the middle of the movie, anything with you're Martian quick. Manhunter was nonsense. The complete nonsense. And okay. there's a lot of nonsense okay. in it, but... There are also moments of pure wish fulfillment, like when Superman shows up in the black suit and just beats the hell out of him, and you're yeah. like, yes, this yeah. is awesome. Speaking of wish fulfillment, Doctor Strange, no spoilies, but boy, oh boy, did we get that. That was such a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Elizabeth Olsen deserves all the credit for, for like, people were like, oh, it's the Marvel fanboys, and, and, the first time they've seen emotion. It's like, no, but she she delivered. No, she's a great actress. She delivered such a believable She's doing character. a good job. And yeah. I hope they bring her back from a different universe um, because she, she you know, like, in whatever fashion, I hope that they, there's more Elizabeth Olsen's inter- interventions and more Benedict Cumberbunches and more everything. You want even more multiverse. I want more multiverses. Yeah. That's without giving away anything. Yeah. I just want more. My, my, my only thing is I would say that the name of the movie suggested a little bit more madness than I I think we may have gotten out of our multiverse. Now th- there were some awesome I loved how Marvel was willing to take a a swing You at didn't it being think there darker. was enough madness? I think there was quite enough madness. We're I gonna, this like is going to be really version. We're I getting, an we're getting really version. hard. We're getting this is very tough to get cuz we are going to avoid spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Uh an R rated would have been very fun. That's what I heard originally. It was going to be an R rated. But I got to say this came very close to an R rated film. In yeah. fact, I would oh. say that a different group of MPAA representatives might have oh, rated yeah. this as yeah, an R. Here's, here, I would always rather it be rated R. Oh, yeah. right, like, I don't... Fuck them kids. Uh, it's it's, it's not, not for them anymore. Yeah, it's not for This is for us. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You ever try to show your kids something you liked from when you were a kid? They don't give a shit. That's why I don't have kids. Every once in a while, I'll, like, play... Show Dallas something or play something for him, and he'll just look at me, and I'll be like... Mm. I remember, uh, yeah. When, when, uh, when, what, when Rhett was younger, I remember being like... I'm going to show you this show because we played this game together and you love it, right? Did you know that there was a Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cartoon. And no, this is me talking to Oh, oh okay. I thought you were talking is, to me. I was sorry, like, this is me recreating the moment. Of course I do. Yeah, he'll, he'll and then, both like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, what are we? Yeah. And then a little bit of like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Then I put it on. Can we change it? This oh, yeah. sucks. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> it does kind of suck. Well, though. That is Captain Lou Albano. I know it sucks, Hilton. Okay. Well, well, Dallas, Dallas is too kind. I'll be like, I'll be like, you're not 
you don't even like this. I can tell that you're not engaged. He's, He's like, like, no, no, it's, no, 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 it's, it's good. It's good. No, I want to, I want to, I want to keep watching it. I'm like, don't quit. Aww. Just stand up for yourself. Yeah, you right. hate it. Tell me you hate it. It's you okay. You gotta fucking learn to stand up for yourself. You gotta man. learn to stand <laughs> up for yourself. You gotta fucking learn to stand up for yourself. <laughs> Edward, is that you? That's me. Eddie? Yeah. Uh, Eduardo just came, just came from Arby's getting a big Montana. Oh, oh, God bless the big Montana. R.I.P. <laughs> um, it's up there with Harambe watching over us. So. Did you guys hear about Gator Rambe? Yeah, it makes me sad. Like, why are you going to just like take it to the zoo? It's a nine foot alligator. That's awesome. Nine foot alligator found in Claremore Lake and they euthanized it. In what? Is that a. Pardon the the almost rhyme, but is that a euphemism for they shot it in the fucking head? Yeah, pretty because much, yeah. it was Claremore. They murdered yeah. it. Yeah, they, so I don't imagine they, that they like brought it out of the water and gave it a shot and let it peacefully and, and then fade away. Stroked it right, snout exactly. Twice. Goodbye. <laughs> like let's they get for real. Pictures in front of we're, it. We're, we're like, really oh. yeah. We're really like putting. We're really candy coating this. Yeah, they like, like they like placided it. Exactly. Sure. Like that's the headline should have been like redneck shoots alligator in the fucking head. Well, people are pissed about it because they. Should like, be yeah. They're in, people don't realize that alligators are actually indigenous to Oklahoma, and in, in like the southeast part especially. Like yeah, they're, really, they're oh yeah. Like we have we have a lar- one of the largest alligator populations in in the continental United States. Huh. Believe it. There's or not. a whole bunch of Oklahoma that people don't know about because nobody lives there. Yeah, yeah oh, 100 <laughs> percent. There's like a big <laughs> chunk of it where like oh that that part of Oklahoma. Yeah, you know that big chunk of land in like southwest. Right, Oklahoma. There, there's like mesas and there's plains and there's swamplands and there's all everything. mixed together. Well, the problem is there's a lot of towns in Oklahoma that encourage uh, you not to further explore the area where you go. Oh, I don't. I shouldn't be here. Yeah, very much. These, yeah, yeah. these. This is a. This is a closed door society. <laughs> oh, they can tell how I vote based on just the look of my jib. Right, uh-huh. and well, that's that was back the to the, my jib. Back to that banner of heaven show. It's about the fundamental LDS stuff, and so like they go into this community where it's like. Ooh, and you you <laughs> feel it while watching it. Like you're yeah. not supposed I don't, to. I, don't, be I shouldn't. Yeah, here. I think I hear my mom calling. I have to go. <laughs> and you, that was like we were we were driving through, uh, you know, Harrison, Arkansas, once, and like yikes, with 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 one of my friends, a black a black friend of mine from college. Yeah, and yeah. he was in the car. He was out there, and the guy was like, "Hey, man." You guys lost, and I was like, "No, we're going <laughs> to Little Rock. Watch the Hogs. Let's go Hogs." And he was like, "No." Y'all lost? And I was like, nah, man, we're just getting all day. He's like, <laughs> y'all lost? And I guess like doing we'll the, the head motioning yeah. thing outside. And I was like, oh, racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay, cool, dickhead. As soon as the lights turn green, we'll be out of here. I'm like, I promise you, now that I know that you don't want to see here, we don't want to be here either. So just like, For we'll real. all just, We're on the same page. We'll all just walk away. And there's a lot of small towns like that in Oklahoma where you're Neither just like... Neither one of us wants me to be here. You can even just at gas stations, you know, we're, or we were driving through the deep south, right? Like on a, one of our tours in the middle of Georgia, just like in the middle of Nothingburg, Georgia. And, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's just like we pull over to the gas station. We're just like, I don't think we're allowed here. Right. No one says anything, right? They're all like, howdy, folks. Y'all doing OK? But then every eye is just mm-hmm. on you. Guy slowly puts his hair in a ponytail, and you're like, "Yeah, like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's time for us to uh, be on our merry way." We should mosey on. We'll so run uh, out of gas. Like <laughs> it's the kind where the sheriff's coming it's, up and yeah. he's like, "You boys need to be getting gone before the sun goes down." <laughs> we just need gas. <laughs> we just here. Yeah, well, I promise, we don't want to be here. I just want gas and bugles. Just trying to pump money. We're trying 
your it's local a Chicago. economy. Like, leave us alone. We don't want to. They be like here. us in Chicago. We're big in Sheboygan. <laughs> We're huge in Sheboygan. Huge in Sheboygan. Oh my God! Should we pick it and plug it? Yeah. So Joey, uh, merchandise for the band. Where do we go? Where do we spend our money to make sure our money goes to you? Uh, SideOneDummy.com. Actually, they don't take any. No, actually, no, no. That's you. You can get a variation of merch there. SideOneDummy.com. But great, if you want to support us directly, uh, CliffDiverOK.com. We have our own merch store. There you go. Um, that no one else gets a cut of, so you can do that. Cliffdiverok.com. Uh, yes, and we're Cliffdiverok on all of our socials. Besides Facebook, we're just Cliffdiver. One word. Um, nothing is more infuriating than when you're added to a show poster and it's like Cliff Diver, and they're two separate words, and you're just like, oh, come on. Do a little research, just a little bit. But cliffdiverok.com. And then playing at the Vanguard here in Tulsa, May 27th. That is a Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday night. May 27th. Doors at 6, show at 7, according to these printed e-tickets that I hold in my hand. The e-tickets. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, It's right before we go on tour. It's our big tour send-off. So So they're going to suck because it'll be the first show where they're really rusty. Or You want to see a band at like their eighth or ninth show on the tour where they've really locked it in? Sometimes that first show out of the gate. I'm busting balls. You know that, right? I I wish we were doing it at the end of tour just because it's like I'm going to be tempted to go so hard in Tulsa. Then then you're wiped out for the rest. Right. The next Mm -hmm. day I'm like, oh. Sorry, guys. Nah, Actually, on, on our first tour ever, we played Vanguard the night before. Like, we sold out the Vanguard for our EP release. It was it was insane. And the very next day, we were in Topeka, Kansas, playing at uh, the Booby Trap, is what it's called. Um, the only bar in Topeka, in Kansas. Topeka. And we're playing for three people yeah. on a karaoke night. And so we went from, like, this thing where, like, sold out building, like, tons of people waiting to it's... take pictures. I'm in line for the bathroom after our set in Topeka, and this guy goes, oh, you're in that band? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're not very good at what you do. And I went, oh, cool, man. Um, thanks for, thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks. For, okay. You know, I was trying to be like, thanks <laughs> yeah. for being here. Thanks for listening or whatever. He's like, but, rest of the band's pretty good, but your vocals aren't so good. Oh, I just shit. want you to know. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'll, I'll work on that, I guess. I'll, like That's when you go, I guess I'll quit then. <laughs> <laughs> should I, should I just go home or yeah, whatever? I think that's what, uh, like, that's what those situations where you're like, what did you want my answer to be, sir? Mm-hmm. Did you want me to go, you know what? You're right. For the sake of these guys, I'm out of here. You know, sir, thanks for having the guts to say what no one else could. That's right. Finally, someone's, someone's got the truth. balls. I just didn't know what his, like, what's his end goal? That's what here. I mean. What's yeah. the end game? What, what, yeah. where are you going with What that, are you homie? really hoping to get out of it? What do you want? And I was just like, all right, man, have a great night. And he's like, yeah, you too, man. I, I hope everything goes well for you, but this may not be for you. And I was Jesus, like, fuck. And like then, literally day one, and like it was such a good ego death. Like after standing on stage, you know, I want to know. Show. Like two hours later, did that guy go? I hope I convinced that guy to quit his dreams. Yeah, to give right. up on his dreams. Man, real, real how happy? That guy, how, what kind like, of person man. you got to be? Where you're like, I would be so happy if I convinced that person to give up on their dreams. It was really nice to tell that guy how mediocre he was. I'm glad I did that. Oh man, hey Topeka guy. Uh, be cooler. You know, here's Eat the thing. I'm, I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm a you know honor. I'm a, just an honest guy, man. I just brutal honesty. Man. I just tell it like it is. I just yeah. say it like it is. Don't. You, you hey, you feelings. know what? Another option is saying nothing. Right. Yeah. And that's what I've learned lately. Shutting the fuck up. Yeah. That it's okay for me just to shut the fuck up sometimes. Do you have a? If you were to have like a, is there anything you've been into? I know you guys have been so busy with stuff. Have you been able to like 
uh, watch anything, uh, listen to any oh. new stuff that you would uh, suggest to people? Yeah. Um, I, there's a new album by a friend of ours. I mean, we have our new album, Exercise Your Demons. You can listen to anywhere you stream music. Enough about you. Please do on repeat. Um, <laughs> Uh, my friends in this band from New Jersey called High Wind just put out an awesome album um, that I've been listening to a whole bunch. It's okay. super cool, like neo 80s kind of uh, 1975 core, but better. Um, I just, I really enjoyed it. Really high cool winds? stuff. High Wind, one word. Oh, High Wind. Yeah. And, I'm, I'm intrigued. And when I've, you said neo 80s, it, it piqued my interest. I've been, I've been watching a lot of, um, I'm watching like 12 shows at any given time. Just depending. Give us uh, one or two uh, that are, that are worth middle right people now. checking. Okay, you know, rewatching classic. Yeah, uh, it's because I watch. I was watching all of Better Call Saul, and so now I'm watching. People forget how good Cranston is at comedy. Oh, he's he he has some of the greatest moments yeah. of physical comedy ever in this show. Like he, he puts was on fantastic. a master yeah, class of physical of comedy. just like buying in. Like he's fully in his hell and. And uh, so it's enjoyable. I'm watching it as a Breaking Bad prequel, um, <laughs> you know, which yeah. Hal finally snaps later, starts a different, that's yeah. a, a different family. Because, you know, he did cheat on his, on Lois's sister with Lois originally, so. Once he, a cheater. He, that's what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. if you watch, I'm watching them all as prequels, so I can eventually rewatch Breaking Bad again, because I've only seen it the once. And I'm a notorious rewatcher. But uh, we own this city. Uh, by the it's great. creator of The Wire. It's The Wire 2.0, where okay. he actually doesn't uh, like make the cops look like superheroes. Well, because this is a true story. Uh, yeah. This is based on a book that I'm actually uh, listening to on audible.com right now. And what is this on, um, We Own This City? Uh, HBO. Okay. It's um, about the Baltimore uh, Gun Trace Program. The Gun Trace Task Force. Yeah, and, and it was the corruption of, of the entire Baltimore Police Corps, uh, Department and in the, in the aftermath of the Freddie Gray murder. Yep, <laughs> but it's fascinating. It is. It's crazy. It's it's awful, but it's also like, dude, how many of these rogue units exist all over the country? Probably so many, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds so many. of these like undercover plain clothes. Uh, without giving too much, I mean, it's a news story, but like, yeah, they were basically story. like robbing they were convicted drug dealers, of it. public, and, and, yeah. you know, stealing money from evidence and drugs and like all mafia stuff, basically. and 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 taking. Taking drugs from busts and then taking those drugs and making other people sell those drugs for straight profit. Hmm. Yeah, and, and it's just like this absolute corruption that was known about and protected all the way up the chain. And it's just, it's it's a tragic story of, of this absolute power corrupting and, you know, police authority being way too autonomous in a lot of cities uh, of, of going beyond what is policing. But it's also like the question of, like... <laughs> what is the role of the police within a society, especially a dangerous society, a dangerous city that is like full of violent crime at the time of this show, Baltimore. And, yeah. and it's like, so how do you enforce those laws without being brutal? And then it's like, it's a whole existential quandary of like, what is, you know, the police's role in society and what, how much is too much uh, authority and power and, Woo, we could do a whole nother show on that one, buddy. Yeah. Tell me the name again. Oh, we, we own, own this. We own this city. Yeah, it's right. by by the writer of the of the Wire, which is uh, arguably the best show that's ever been on television. Yeah, um, and is the Wire on HBO Max? Yes, do you guys know because yes. I oh, hear yeah, pretty much everything they've ever show. done is you, on there. You haven't so. watched. You need to watch the Wire. I haven't yet. No, you need to. You. It's like it's so good. The book yeah. is by Justin Fenton, by the way. We okay. own this city. Okay. It's it's so it's so good. I mean, just for. 
I mean, the late Omar. Uh, have you started the staircase? No, I've, I've heard it's really good. Unreal. So Colin Firth, right? Colin Firth. Um, Michael. Oh God, damn it! I'm gonna butcher his last name. He was in Boardwalk Empire and uh, a bunch of other fantastic. Michael shows. Shannon. No, no, sorry, the other Michael in that one. Uh, hold on a second. The McDonald. Yes, Michael. I got a goddamn in the staircase, and my wife fell down. That's pretty good. Thank you. That was really wow. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, guys, guys, too much. Um, Michael Stuhlbarg. I, I think I'm saying. Show me. Show me. That's not a real name. Stuhl. Oh, oh yes, I know you're talking about. He played. He played Sackler in the. He was in the, a serious yeah, man. He he he, he, he was uh, he was uh, the dude who fixed the the World Series and uh, yeah yeah he's a phenomenal actor. He's so good. So he's playing the lawyer. Um, if you're familiar with the staircase, the documentary, um, are you familiar? Should I with watch him? the documentary first or watch the show first then the documentary? Hundred percent. Watch the documentary first. Okay. Hundred percent. Watch the documentary first. It's on Netflix, it's, right? The um, I believe yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes. With the the added episodes because there was like sort of an addendum. Um, it's fucking insane. It's insane. But the the job that they're doing in this show of recreating the actual people. First of all, Parker Posey, American Treasure, Parker Posey. Oh yeah, playing Frida Black, who so, was one so of the prosecutors. On Will and Grace, uh, which I've also been rewatching. Everything she does, I, she eats up the scenes, man. Oh yeah, like every fucking Christopher Guest movie, she's one of the best parts. Thank you for your consideration. She's incredible. In uh, mascots, a, did you see mascots? I loved mascots. Mascots was great, I and was she was so funny. funny. Uh, anyway, yeah, Colin Firth, Tony Collette, um, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Sophie Turner, a um, bunch of people. Um, what's really funny, right, is we were we we're watching it and uh, and we see the credits and like I was like, oh, pa- Patrick Schwarzenegger is it cool? Schwarzenegger's kids in this. And then when when his first lines came out, I told Becky, and this was just me being super stoner. I go, um, so my dumb brain like really was waiting for him to have an accent <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, get like, to the chopper. Born and raised in America, never probably you know lived here his whole fucking life, but somehow he's like, I am Arnold's son. It's me, Patrick Schwarzenegger. I am Patrick Schwarzenegger. Somehow has the Austrian like the accent Austrian is is genetic. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, I have thought that's that before. so stupid. <laughs> the moment he spoke, I was like, "You're a fucking idiot. Why? <laughs> why did your dumb brain say that he was gonna have an accent? Why would he be Austrian when why? Arnold came over why? here as a young man? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's been here since the '60s or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> that's great. Hilton, what about you, man? Oh man, uh, I've been thinking about uh, my pick. By the way, was the staircase. The staircase for you, uh, absolutely. Uh, first show's got to promote. But doc, uh, doc first, then then the series. Watch the doc because then by then the HBO series will have finished airing weekly, and you can then binge that one. Yeah, that's the only that's problem the with, with Banner of Heaven right now. Is it's weekly? So, it's so good and it's so insane, but it is weekly, and I hate. I hate it. I We've hate been it. spoiled. We've been spoiled. I've been, I've been ruined. I've been ruined. Making yeah. me wait week to week is I want it we, all, all at once. We grew up everything, everywhere, all at once. We grew up with a point uh, the best movie I've seen in probably five years. Really? Oh yeah. Fantastic. I keep hearing that. We I, gotta I, see. It. I yeah. wept in the theater. Okay, we got because go it was see it. just things that I hadn't ever seen before in a film. 
it was like this this feeling of imagination of newness that a lot of you know because a lot of stuff is predictable and it's the same but it's like just a retold there were so many like you know and i felt like multiverse of madness also had some of this where there was just these moments of like brightness and color and places that you didn't expect it that no one else was doing this like boldness to tell an original story again and like you have to go see it the cast is incredible the kid from uh, Short Round. From, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's he, back. He's incredible. That's what he's I've heard. He's so good in the film. Like, he breaks your heart. He's an amazing actor. They're all incredible. That's my real recommendation. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Sorry. Right. All right. I was just making a joke, but that movie is incredible. Fantastic. I uh, got to gotta point, uh, point some listeners to the comic stands. A lot of great comics on the stands right now. We talked a little bit about Doctor Strange. If you're not reading the current Strange book, it's definitely worth checking out. Not... Stephen Strange in the role, though. It is uh, Clea Strange is the main character in the current book because right now in the comics, Doctor Strange not among the living. So you want to see something a little bit different? You want to see some unique takes on characters? He has passed from the He has mortal, passed from this mortal, mortal coil. Co- he has shuffled the mortal coil. That's, that he's he's gone on to the choir everlasting. Exactly. He went to, uh, we took him to, a, he's a big field where he can run around. He wouldn't shoop if you put 5,000 volts into him. This is an <laughs> ex-parrot. <laughs> you want something a little bit more familiar, something with more of the characters you know and love? Check out Devil's Reign, the big crossover that's happening right now. Wilson Fisk, the mayor of New York. Boy, I thought you were about to say Wilson Phillips for a second. Wilson Phillips, the mayors of New York, yes. those three uh, uh, fantastic women uh, running New York. Nope, it's the kingpin in charge of the city and banning superheroes. Uh, so what does that mean for all the heroes that are based in New York, which in Marvel Comics is pretty much all of them? Uh, and then if you just want to start with a number one, Amazing Spider-Man is relaunched with a new number one written by Zeb Wells, drawn by John Romita Jr., the legend, uh, who isn't very good. Let's be honest, John Romita Jr. Oh, wow. Not great. Shots Not fired. Blocky, blocky square faces. Got a weird look to him. But Peter's back where you expect him to be, low on dough, low on friends, low on places he can turn and big on enemies around every corner. So if you want to see a brand new Spider-Man story and a good time to jump on, now it's time to do it. If you're not a Marvel guy, let's check out DC. Catwoman Lonely City, a little four-issue, might be five-issue, four-issue, oversized miniseries uh, worth checking out, written and drawn by Cliff Chang. Catwoman been in prison for 10 years uh, after uh, all of the heroes were killed in a single night. Uh, what is the world of Gotham look like now that she is getting out of prison, and what does it mean for the 50-some-odd-year-old former thief as she attempts to get back into a life of crime. So whether you're a Marvel or DC guy, there's lots of good stuff on the stands. Uh, and, you uh, up on that shit, man. I, I used to you be. Up on when, that I, when I worked at I Borders back in 2006, mm-hmm. uh, I only read comic books because I caught my bosses having an affair uh, very early into my career there on accident. And so then I just didn't do anything. And they'd you had be like, that sweet, sweet leverage. Yeah, they'd be like, go go do your job. And I'd be like, I'll uh, tell your wife. I'd be like, no. Borders and Barnes & Noble, great, because they've got seating around the building. So you can yeah. go grab a graphic novel, go park in a chair. I would. I would I'd be sitting in the graphic novel section <laughs> reading, you know, The Long Halloween and, nice. you know, all these classic tales, you know, Dark Knight Returns and, and like, Year One Batman. And they'd be like, do your job. And I'd be like, oh, no. No, and I used to be up on it. House of M was big back then, oh, and that yeah. was one of my favorite arcs. That was and my first big crossover. Yeah. It was so good, uh, you know. And I, you know, I read all the Civil War. You know, I was on on top of all that when it came oh, yeah. out. And Planet Hulk was one of my yeah, last Planet ones. Hulk's great one. Planet Hulk, you would. 
Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk and World, World War Hulk is one of my very favorites where he just beats the mess out of everyone. And then when you're done reading comics, watching TV shows, listening to music, you're ready to come out and see some shows, but it's not quite time for Cliff Diver at the Vanguard. May 21st, come to the beautiful Canes Ballroom. I will see you there for the nude art show. We are back for our 18th year. Absolutely thrilled to be making the jump to the Canes stage. I have intro music. Is everyone what naked? I have no, not me. Everyone but me. Everyone but who? Everyone but me. Naked. Wait a minute. Nude. I have questions. You I have, have intro music. I'm getting brought out on the Kane stage to music of my own choosing. Oh. That's a that's a big time. It's a big time for me. I big thought day. that huge. you were saying that you had music developed for yourself. No, no. I like just, you had, I just chose a song. Like I thought that you were telling me that you has had well, essentially you have like wrestling entrance the, music. Uh, no, like I don't have my own theme. I yet. am a real American. That is exactly how it would sound. For the rights of every that's man. The, that's why I'm a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. I hope, bow, I hope, bow, I hope bow, you bow, have, bow, a, bow, have a bow, drowning bow. case. It would, it would, that was exact, that's exactly the issue. Is That the is my Jason intro Borey's song. You here in a second. My, my original music <laughs> song is actually that, and we're currently tied up in a legal fight with Hulk's people. What, what song are Terry, you walking out to? Terry, I, I, can you, you come off the song? Gotta come to Nude to find out. Uh, oh, it's secret. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> a man of intrigue. Very nice. The <laughs> largest burlesque drag and pole dance show in all of Oklahoma. Tell me that date. May 21st. May 21st at the beautiful Canes Ball. Did it, did it escape for a second? It did. That's wild. Uh, it ran. So that's coming up. Two weeks? Two weeks. Like no. eight days. It's, it's like, like eight like days from today. Oh, shit, it is. It's right around the corner. We're Friday the 13th. I yeah, I go, yeah. On, I go on tour in two weeks. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm scared of the tour. Oh, and then, of course, no. you better come out to the Vanguard on the 27th. See some Cliff Diver. Hang out with me and Zampino. We'll be there. We'll be there. I'm hoping to uh, hoping to get a little maybe like a little portable recorder, grab some snippets, maybe Ooh. put on the show. Is it time to pull. I don't the, know if that's a thing. Pull that the trigger on that portable yes. recorder. Make right. sure it's only uh, the notes I hit correctly. Fair. Uh, uh, it's it. Uh, yes. Which is you know it's all of them. You love it when people post videos from the shows, but then every once in a while you you know you miss oh, that man. one note. And like there was this one that got posted on social media for like this upward angle of just my gut basically mm. a couple of years ago just p- all the way out and, and and i'm missing this note and i'm just like oh and it just You're lives like, can we not do that one i'm like hey man you know there were so many other cool moments and yeah. that's the one that we how about we can we, can we, we kept bust forever. a little trim on there just yeah can you edit it can you listen to it before trim, you post trim it? that down you yeah. thought i sounded good <laughs> <laughs> that's i don't know which I've, is worse i've definitely had that before so, so i guess two band. things uh, i need you to take the clip down and here's the number of a hearing specialist right there's one of our first shows that's still up somewhere on youtube and i'm just like we messaged the guy and we're like hey hey can you just take this down it's not good we're we're not we're not good but it's a little easter egg out there i'm kind of glad it's still out there because you can see how far we've come from being just absolutely terrible yeah that's fair but you know people liked it so (laughs) it worked worked out (laughs) well thanks for coming by man we appreciate it uh and don't forget may 27th friday doors is six show is seven be there Um, or, or be suck Go to cliffdiverok.com, buy some merch, pick up the new album. When you're at the show, buy a shirt. We talked about this. Yep. That's how they survive. Yep. yep. Buy a shirt, buy a hat, you know, whatever. whatever. Yeah, buy us a shirt. We'll buy a shirt. Hey, yeah. you know what? Here's a thing that nobody ever really talks about, right? 
walk up if the if there's nothing on the shelf that you want or or just slap a fucking twenty on the table and go here you go guys this is for getting your sandwiches later yeah. people yeah. have done have done that before absolutely we just, we just weep we're just like this is so kind like, I've done that before where you. it's been like. I came over. I don't necessarily want the the shirt per se, or whatever, but I do want to support. So bang, yeah. here's here's just some dough. Yeah, that's a thing you can do. You yeah. can just you know they don't have you don't have to buy something. Just give them some fucking money. Give them some cash. You can give them just this give them industry cash. is is crazy. It looks like the 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 mystique and the and the 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 fugazi of 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 looking at. That the rock stars, you know, and and all, and all bands are just super successful. Um, people, we need to remember, like that band that you really, really like, like they need that extra five bucks from you. So you know, throw it down, man. Don't don't hesitate. Do if, if you really, really like them, support them. Yeah. You know, we've been blessed to have some of the greatest fans. You do. You've got this, a great fan city, base, especially yeah. like it's it's crazy. Tulsa has our backs and always has. And hell yeah. And we're super grateful for that. And if you're out there on the road and you see the show and you have friends that are in the next town, we talked about it. Tell them to go see the show. That's yeah. another big way to support. When you go to the shows, remember, we Word talked about mouth, social man. media. Don't put it all on the band's back, on the artist's yeah. back. When you go to these shows, post about it. Tag the band. Exactly. Tag their page. Yeah. Tell your friends what you like. Just, that's what picks and plugs It's is. an extra second. It's yeah. an extra second. Tag the venue you're at. Tag the band you're at. Like, help them For in me, the algorithm. When we love <laughs> something, if we want to see it last, then we all got to work together to spread the word and, and this, make sure more eyes and ears This comes from back in the day of it. making each other tapes, man. Yeah. I'll never forget my friend Chris Mason. Uh, shout out Chris Mason, Dirt Cult Records. Uh, go show him some support. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started making me tapes when we uh, discovered that we both liked punk rock and... I discovered a ton of bands that I never would have heard of because of him making yeah. me tapes. Uh, and that that was the word of the mouth, you know, word of mouth back then, pre-internet, was, uh, you know, you had the albums, and so you would, old school, man, you'd play the song full on while you're recording it on a tape recorder, right? Then you put in the next song that you want to do, then you record that one. You're old school, like, making a compilation for somebody, taking effort, to say, like, here's one song from all these different bands, and he was fucking great at it. Uh, and now he owns his own record label, and that's pretty rad. That is yeah. pretty rad. It is fucking awesome. Y- you love that. I, yeah. I remember looking at the back of the uh, Vans Warped Tour compilation in 2003 and being like, I, not knowing at the time, I thought they were all side one dummy bands. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I remember thinking, like, man. Uh, remember you, man. Before that, you had the Punkaramas. You I had, I the, had all the, the Punkaramas. The give them the boots. Oh, 100%. But I, I just remember that feeling. And now it's so like, great. holy shit. I You're am, on it. I am a side one dummy band. 16-year-old so me is like, wow. You can get that first comp. That compilation, know, dude. They need to start them up again. I know that'd be sick. We're trying. We're trying to. We're trying. Put to. them on cassette too. People love that now. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks again, and uh, you guys out there, I love you. Take it from me. I love you. 